What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the CS Joseph Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing which of the 16 types is the absolute best for parenting an INTJ. I found this to be a somewhat uh, odd uh, question to ask, but uh, I mean, I get it. We do have a bunch of parenting lectures for each of the 16 types, how to parent each of the 16 types, available at cshelso.life forward slash members uh, in the journeyman uh, member section, just 29 bucks a month, I highly recommend it. Uh, Good luck binging it all. But uh, anyway, uh, everyone has the opportunity to learn how to parent each of the 16 types then and there and be able to come to a better understanding. But in terms of like, which of the 16 types is naturally through, you know, a form of compatibility or camaraderie uh, to be able to parent an INTJ? Well, that's definitely up up to debate. You know, some people would say like, well, you know, what if it's the golden pair of the INTJ, which would be the ENTP, like an ENTP parent? And I'm like, well, my first reaction to that would be, I'm not entirely sure that's going to fly because it sounds like that FI child is going to be heavily enabled uh, uh, and combined with the NI hero because they're both optimistic and then you're putting that with an optimistic NE hero with an optimistic FE child. It sounds like that child is going to have a hard time developing their parent function and as a result they'll be cognitive looping between NI and FI and potentially develop an FI child's uh, superiority complex in the process. That sounds pretty dangerous to me, you know, uh, and that's and that's ultimately like you know, people think that you know, hey, you know, compatibility is better. And honestly, folks, in this life, compatibility does not actually necessarily mean better. Like, like by no by no stretch of the imagination, compatibility is not like. Because remember, folks, when you're parenting a child. It's not your job to be your child's friend. In fact, you should avoid being friends with your child at all times. You are there to parent them. You are not there to like be their friend. And it's it's interesting. This is actually one of the one of the areas that I have great respect for my ISFP brother-in-law because his daughter one time referred to him as her friend and he had to stop her right then and there and he's like no I'm not your friend I'm your daddy there's a big difference you know and he's right he's absolutely right because friends friends either are entirely enabling or entirely disabling right friends will at least be honest with you the thing is that they still have that friend brotherly love phileo love um type of uh, situation relationship with other people where it's like you know yeah they're going to enable them and enabling enabling is not good in a parenting situation when it comes to parenting I like to think or at least believe that perception functions for example you know the NI the SE the SI the NE perception functions should actually take a back seat but then uh decision-making functions or judgment functions should actually take a front seat when it comes to parenting because 
what's the purpose of parenting? If you think about it, parenting's purpose is actually to help develop proper judgment in other people, like children, right? It's to help them make proper decisions, proper decision making. What do parents constantly complain about when it comes to their children, when it comes to, uh, you know, adolescents, adolescents or uh, teenagers, etc.? It's always that these teenagers are very immature and they lack sound judgment. They lack good judgment, right? And this is why I maintain that in a parenting relationship, judgment functions should always take priority over perception functions. Perception functions, especially since sexuality is attached to perception functions, uh, perception functions probably, and this is just a theory, impact dopamine release uh, in the brain the most, whereas oxytocin, I think, is probably, which is like the bonding uh, neurotransmitter, uh, I think it's attached to judgment functions. And, you know, again, these are just theories of mine, but uh, so I, more like an opinion, right? But I severely maintain that because the parental relationship should be relying on judgment functions more so than perception functions because of the relationships, potential relationships that these functions have with neurotransmitters in the brain, uh, I think that, you know, parents should be less of a friend and more of a parent to their children. You know, like, I mean, even for myself, there's a lot of areas I just wish that my parents would just double down, dug their heels in and been like, and forced me to do things I didn't want to do growing up. Maybe I would be less of a UDUF type with my, um, you know, unconscious developed, unconscious focused ENTP. So it's like double, double for my trouble on my unconscious, you know, in terms of my development. And as a result, I would potentially be, uh, you know, overall less miserable as an ENTP throughout my life. You know, and, and, you know, using my UDUF octogram approach is something that I've used to develop my um, motivation in life to improve. You know, that's why I'm taking singing lessons, dancing lessons, uh, relearning piano very soon, doing Krav Maga, survival skills, and so on and so forth. I utilize it as motivation to continue to move forward in my life, right? You know, and... And honestly, like, having proper parenting, you know, I could have been a UDSF type or I could have been an SDUF type, which would be, which would have been probably great, you know, in a lot of ways to be an SDUF type. I think I might be the most envious of SDUF types or SCSF types. But at the same time, like, I don't want to trade my pain or suffering in my life for anything because my pain and suffering... I have this credo where it's like, you know, I'm not going to allow my suffering to go to waste. I'm not going to allow any of the tears shed in my life to go to waste. So I use my UDUF octogram as consistent motivation to keep growing and to keep moving forward and ultimately in a consistent pursuit of happiness for myself, right? That's what I do all the time. You know, I'd like to... uh, explain to Jimmy and you know who you are Jimmy but your bullshit comments here on this YouTube channel like need to stop you need to stop and think about what you're actually saying especially when you lack a lot of uh, life experience from which you can be judging me someone who's much older than you and has had way more life experience than you if your SE demon should be a little bit more aware of the suffering of others instead of your own suffering and then just learn to accept that 
And instead of just judging them as somebody who's weak, maybe you should come to realize that they're using their pain and suffering as a source of strength and motivation instead of coming off all judgmental. Like seriously, like you are so lacking in your perspective and in your judgments of me. It sickens me, bro. So you might want to calm down. Anyway, so that all being said, what type is the best for parenting INTJ? Given, given uh, what I've just spoken about relating to perception versus uh, judgment, cognitive functions, I would wager, I would wager, heavily wager, that the absolute best type to raise or parent an INTJ is hands down their highest compatible professional type, which is the ESTP. That way they have the highest compatibility in terms of their emotional connection. They have highest emotional compatibility still, but the ESTP is not going to suffer or put up with, you know, their perception function crap. They're not gonna, an ESTP is not going to enable an INTJ where the INTJ sees the world as like, oh, I could do whatever I want, NI hero, etc. Oh, look at me, look at me. I could perform and I could just perform for the sake of performing and people are gonna cheer me on, right? Like my ENTP parent, they're just gonna cheer me on, right? The ESTP is not. The ESTP is gonna like, no, you need to do a better job. No, you need to perform even better. No, you need to hone that skill. No, you need to practice. No, you need to stop taking shortcuts. If there's anything extroverted sensing hero hates in the world is when people take shortcuts. It absolutely grinds their gears, pisses them off. That's why they consistently hate SE inferiors throughout their life on a regular basis to the point where it's like this this huge thing. It's like it's a giant thing and it's like super annoying to them. If you want to annoy an ESTP, be an SE inferior who's taking shortcuts or just take shortcuts in general. And the ESTP's like, wow, there's someone who's weak. Wow, there's someone who's not willing to put in the effort. Wow, there's someone I can't trust. There's someone who's wishy-washy. There's someone who's entirely fake and flimsy. That's literally how they'll judge them. So when it comes to a child of an ESTP, an ESTP is not going to suffer any shortcuts being taken. This will actually help develop the parent function within the INTJ child so that their NI and their FI are not cognitive looping so they do not develop an FI child superiority complex, right? This is why I maintain an ESTP is the absolute best choice, be it a mother or a father, to be a parent to an INTJ child. It's super, super important. You know what I've really noticed, though, is that, like, throughout my life, you know, there's this pattern that I've noticed of, like, certain types being born to certain kinds of parents. And I've come to realize that, like, it is extremely common for ESTPs to be born to INTJs. And it's also extremely common for for INTJs to be born to ESTPs. Like, very common. Extremely common. I've noticed this. And I'd like to either, you know, call this providence, you know, maybe God's got a plan for certain people to being uh, parented by certain types, or maybe it's just something genetic, uh, you know, inherited traits within our, our race to keep our race uh, surviving, you know, to keep our race strong, to keep our race adaptable in whatever environment or whatever struggles that our race happens to have. 
and I'd like to think that you know our biology has a mind of its own and, ha- and is capable of adaptation even psychologically psychological adaptation to the environment and one of the ways that that happens is like we consistently see a lot of certain types born to the same types over and over and over again and it's basically like this backup program that guarantees the longevity and the safety and the livelihood of our race as a whole I like to think so I like to think that that's a thing and that that's normal right seems pretty uh makes a lot of sense to me so that's why i accept that i accept that notion entirely you know and an estp parenting an intj is 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 no different it's kind of interesting because i have an intj child with an estp mother you know she railgun is my intj son's mother and she does not enable him at all. He'll throw a temper tantrum as NTJ children always do, but that SE hero is just not going to have it. It's like, yeah, I don't care about your little SI demon self-destruction because you're trying to get attention because, and to quote her words, to watch her any demon, just any demon, our son, life is not all about what choices you want. Life's not, you're not always going to get what you want, right? And it's like, yeah, that's true. The problem is, though, is that when you have an expert intuition hero as a father, right? You know, I'm I'm severely at risk of enabling him. I'm severely at risk of enabling my INTJ son. And I got to be super, super careful because he'll just tell me what he wants and then I'll get it for him without even thinking because any hero. You know, that's that's a risk, but that's why she exists. You know, and this is, this is another reason why I think that the nuclear family is completely flawed and absolutely worthless and useless. Um, it should be avoided at all costs. Because within a family, there needs to be... The families need to be big. Families need to be big so that there's enough cognition available so that everyone is able to derive whatever camaraderie they need for growth and whatever compatibility they need for well-being and wellness and, and being happy and accepted and re- respected uh, within the confines of their own family. Lest you end up like me, the firstborn, and the firstborn almost always ends up screwed, and the firstborn almost always ends up UDUF, according to uh, Octogram. I've noticed that UD, well, it's not necessarily true. I'm just, no, I'm just saying that UDUF types, in terms of Octogram, often are firstborns, I've noticed. Victims of the mistakes of their parents. This is why firstborns were treated with greater honor in ancient times. Now firstborns are just treated like trash and left for dead in our Western society. And everything is given to the baby of the family. For example, like my mother basically got all the inheritance while her older brothers got screwed and my mom's the baby of the family. Wow. Right? That's pretty lame. Her octogram is UDSF as an ISFJ. So it's like, what the hell? What the hell is going on here? You know what I'm saying? So life sucks being a firstborn. So if you have children and you have a firstborn, treat them with higher honor. Give them more special treatment than your other children because your other children didn't have to deal with the fact that you were a complete total failure when you were a new parent. That's a fact. So treat your firstborns with higher honor. And if your other children complain about it, explain to them that the firstborn had to suffer and put up with way more than they ever had to. And that's just how it is. If that's If you really want fairness among your children, treat your firstborn with special treatment because that's actually fair because they had to deal with your crap they had to deal with you being a bad parent when you first started and if you actually think you were a great parent when you first started i got news for you you weren't like you weren't no one is so 
Anyway, like, just understand that. Nuclear family is crap. It's causing a lot of problems, you know. Children don't have hearts for their fathers. Fathers don't have hearts for their children. It's not like fathers are getting anything out of being in a family or being married. So what's the point, right? And then children blame the fathers when they should not be blaming the fathers. They should be blaming society or potentially the women that society enables. It's not always the father's fault. Although time after time within my coaching practice, I consistently see how fathers are blamed over and over and over. Anyway, big tangent, but whatever. The reality of the situation is, and the bottom line of the situation is, best type for parenting an INTJ is hands down their highest professional compatibility, aka the ESTP type. So, anyway folks, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.